If you could please pray the words, Come Holy Spirit, with me three times. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon each person gathered here right now. And as we gather tonight, the three words that are on my mind are the words perspective, stress, and faith. I ask that you, Father, bring all of us into the sacred heart of Jesus so that we may be aware of his presence in all we do. And I make all these prayers in Jesus' name, who is Lord and Savior forever and ever. Amen. Just wondering, like, what makes you confident? Like, another word for confidence is actually trust or even faith. The word, like, confidence means with faith. Belief is another word for faith. Uh, And as October begins, a lot of us are going to be tempted to throw our faith, like, way off to the side. October, I'm just going to warn you, is one of the most difficult months on campus because it gets darker and darker and darker. And also... It's a tempt- temptation for a lot of us because, like, next weekend is pub crawl. And a lot of us, we call ourselves believers in God or believers in Jesus. And the question is, will you still have confidence in that next weekend, too? You know, one, one way of, of growing in confidence is, is changing the way you look at things. So, so often, uh, a lot of us were like this. If I had my worship aid... And we, we want things to change, but we're like, it's like this. And I, I, I can't read what it says, but like, if I pull this away from my face, I can read what it says. So like when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And that's why we're all here, right? Because we know that something needs to change. We're not, we're not there yet. But like in most of us, we look at our problems like we're so close up and we need perspective. Like things change when your perspective changes. Things change for me when my perspective changes. And also even the way you see yourself and the way you see others. But when it comes to faith, like faith, faith is our root system, which helps us keep perspective when things are going well, so we're humble, but also when things feel stressful because we know tests are coming up, papers are coming up, uh, maybe feel overwhelmed, or even things just seem, feel unbearable. You actually know that you should reach out to virtuous friends who can give us a different perspective, right? So some of us here have, we have really deep roots. Some of us really have really deep roots. This is not our first shot at faith. We've been really digging roots deeply. And when the storm comes in life, uh, we remain rooted in our faith. Yet other of us, we're just beginning that journey. We're just taking like baby steps. We have barely any roots and they're not deep at all. So it's, it's, again, it's for a lot of us, it's not if a storm's gonna come, it's when a storm's gonna come. Sometimes when you think about like, you look at uh, the Hurricane Ian, right? They knew it was coming. Those who made proper plans were able to have a, a more healthy result, right? But those who didn't, you could see, you could see those, like, those helicopters coming in and going in to pick them up. They didn't make the proper decisions. So the question for us is, like, how do you handle academic stress? Like a lot of us, We've never had any training in, in coping with stress or had any stress management training. And a lot of us were like the opposite we heard in the book of Habakkuk today. The last lines of the reading said, you know, um, don't be rash, which means don't be all like scatterbrained. And uh, have integrity because when you have integrity, you, you rely upon the gift of faith. 
So just for example, like when you're stressed, like if you, if, if you showed me your photos and your phone or your snaps, your Instagram, your Netflix, your YouTube, internet search history, or even your, your, your bank account, your music on your phone, the music in your car, or even if when you're stressed, like when you show people your room that you live in, would it show that you're rooted in faith or would it show that you're just really stressed out and you could use some help? If you showed a friend your internet history or your screen time when you're stressed, does it reveal that you're rooted in faith or does it show that you just need help? So I wonder for a lot of us, you know, how many of us are going to be uprooted at pub crawl? Just to be honest with you, uh, it's, it's, a, it's embarrassing uh, what we see happen on campus, uh, but it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to uproot a lot of us because I think a lot of us have been told there's just one, one way of college. You just get drunk every weekend. That's all there is. And that's it. But I kind of wonder for a lot of us, if we just have never been told another story, another way of life, then get drunk every weekend. But what if there is another story? What if there is another perspective? And one of the, one of the great images that I like for like looking at roots and trees, I've been really studying um, the sequoia trees. Has anyone here heard, heard of a sequoia tree before? Okay, like six of us. Um, these trees are massive. They're, they're in Northern California um, but as, as Jesus said in our gospel today, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, right? These things all start as seeds, but these things get so big, they, they can actually be up to 300 feet tall, which is 25 stories. Like, I can't imagine how big of a, of a tree that would be, but they can also weigh as much as 12 million pounds. And all of that weight requires an immensely strong root system to hold it up. So the trees like us, they're, they're full of potential at that little seed, but they come to what they, what they could be. They're, they're just massive. And sequoia trees actually form an interlocking root system with other sequoia trees to hold themselves up because they're so big. And if they don't have that interlocking root system, they can't hold up. And in fact, the roots in these trees spread over 200 feet. But again, like the mustard seed that's mentioned by Jesus in the gospel today, all of us are called to grow in faith. And actually, what we're called to do is form community and interlock our root systems because it's, temp- it's so easy to, to fall when you don't have good friends. But the virtue, of growth, or the virtue of faith must grow. I think a lot of us, we don't even think of that. Like, just recall when Jesus said to the disciples when they were, when they were um, asking Peter to walk on water, came back and said, oh, you have little faith, why did you doubt? He has little faith. And we also know our, our, our scriptures, like the Syrophoenician woman, she came to Jesus and he said, great is your faith. So you can have great faith or you can have a little faith. Yet a lot of us, when our faith begins to grow, it's really important to know this. Expect resistance. I think a lot of us, we think, oh, when I, when I pray for my, my faith to, to grow, it, it, it should be easy. But just think about, like, if, for any of you who, who work out, like if you work out the first couple times you worked out, you were so sore that, after that first workout, right? The second workout was really hard. The third one got a little bit easier. And by the fourth or fifth one, you, expect, you actually experience less resistance. But for, for a lot of us, you know, when you expect resistance, it's also important <coughs> to know, like, I'm well aware a lot of you have never met the living person of Jesus. Like, I actually had an experience of him. So it's hard to have faith when I don't even know who I'm asking faith from. To have an experience of Jesus is, is to encounter him and know that he's not just an idea, but he's a, he's a living person. 
and to ask him to reveal himself to you. And if that's like where you're at today, maybe it's a, a, good, a good question to ask or even just to say to Jesus today with whatever faith you have or belief you have is like, make yourself real to me. It's a great and beautiful prayer because it makes everything we do make way more sense. And right now we're journeying with St. Joan of Arc. And she had a living faith. Went over her story last week. But she had a, a quote I want us to chew on this week. And she said, help yourself and heaven will help you. Help yourself and heaven will help you. That is, if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. But ask heaven first. Like ask the angels, the saints, God first. And when Joan was asked if she needed an army to deliver the French from the English, the, she said, the soldiers will fight and God will grant the victory. That's the faith she had. She expected victory with God. And when Joan was in Paris, again, she, she met a cowardly king, King Charles VII. He didn't want to fight, but again, he's letting people burn. He's letting people's crops burn and they're, they're, all their plots burn. burn. And it led to disaster. And she said, I'm not going to have that. But she knew God was counting her just as God is counting on each of us. But she had to actually lock her faith root system with all those soldiers. She couldn't leave them hanging out there and die. And she, one thing she did that I think a lot of us struggle with is she did not remain silent when there was chaos. It was going on all around her. Commanders laughing at her for being a woman, but then who became like the leader of the army? It was her. And Joan knew that God was counting her just as again as God is counting on you. And God actually rejoices in your victories. Yet each of us, he wants each of us to know that we don't need to do this on our own. Like it's really important, again, like as, as the sequoia trees interlock their roots, we also have good and holy friendships. And here's another beautiful truth. The Catholic Church actually believes that each of you can become a saint. But you got to start somewhere. And one thing the saints didn't do, as we said last week, is saints don't sidestep the poor. When they see somebody suffering, they don't sidestep around them. And avoiding the, avoiding the suffering ones is something that, and the poor is something that Joan just never did. I mean, the, the suffering for Joan were like those sequoia trees, seeing this, this giant thing right in front of her. You can't avoid it. But sometimes that's us. We try to avoid that. So how did Joan overcome her fears? Joan actually trained herself to take risks. Another word for faith is R-I-S-K, risk, right? And she made bold decisions that actually ended up saving thousands of people's lives. She didn't wait to carry them out, and she knew that now was the time. Her faith was alive and strong, and she was so deeply rooted in God and the sacraments of the Catholic Church and daily prayer in the scriptures, her root system was so deep that she even faced her fear of death. She wasn't afraid to die. She'd rather die in God's grace than commit any evil. And she said, I would rather be uncomfortable than allow others to remain in their comfort of sin. And she didn't want anyone to end up in hell. But again, like Joan of Arc, we're all called to be great saints. That's only possible if our faith system, our root system, is, is strong and growing. So I just want to ask a question. Like, what do you need help with so heaven can help you? 
What do you need help with so heaven can help you? That is to say, like, what are you doing to keep your faith growing? As I said earlier, October is a really difficult month. For those of us who have a deep root system, like, it's not, you can say, I I know when I met Jesus. I know when I encountered him. I know that. Um, Is your root system reaching out to others? Some of us are doing that here, but we need more. And remember the words of St. Joan of Arc, like, help yourself and heaven will help you. Our faith grows one person at a time, one prayer at a time. And the apostles in today's gospel show us the way. So they, they come to Jesus just before this. So it's really important to get context. They were just told to forgive anybody who sinned against them seven times to, for, to forgive them. So if they sin against them, and we don't know how big the sins are, to forgive them, they're like, well, we need a lot of faith to do that. So the first words of the gospel are, Lord, strengthen our faith or increase our faith. That's an incredibly simple prayer. When you're stressed, simple prayers are almost the most powerful. It's a powerful prayer, but it's actually so simple and so powerful. I would actually argue that that prayer could change your entire life. You can say that prayer all day long. Lord, increase my faith. And heaven will help you. Each of us are in need of help in some area of our life, even me, right? So let's just look, look get practical with that because that means like to put into practice because if, if, we, if we come here and we don't add it to our life, like we're wasting our time. So I want to encourage you to find like triggers that remind you to pray, Lord, increase my faith. That could look like putting up post-it notes on, on your mirror and it just says, Lord, increase my faith. Or putting something on your, on your phone or in your car, it says, Lord, increase my faith. For example, if you're, if you're just, if you're just like walking around campus and you're going up and down stairs, like why not just pray the words, Lord, increase my faith? Or when you're car, in your car before you drive somewhere, why not say, like, Lord, increase my faith? Or when you study, got a test coming up, got to write a paper. Or when you're walking to class, why not just pray, Lord, increase my faith? Like seriously, what do you have to lose? And if you're, like, if you're leading a Bible study, because some of us lead Bible studies here, and some of can be like, where are people? Why not pray the words, Lord, increase my faith before that starts? Or if you're thinking about going to a Bible study, and you're like, I don't want to be the only person there who doesn't know anything, which is like totally my life story. Um, why not pray, Lord, increase my faith? Like God gave us minds for a reason, so we come to know him and live a more purposeful life. Remember that faith is a gift. But the, the thing is, faith can go dormant if you don't stir it into flame with daily prayer. Otherwise, we're easily uprooted, and when the storms come, we get thrown, thrown out. And maybe that's you. You just need help with learning how to pray. Like, that's a lot of my life story. Most of my life, nobody taught me really how to pray. I never asked heaven for help. I was also very scared of being embarrassed to be the only person who didn't know how to, do the, how to pray a Hail Mary or a glory be, or an Our Father. I didn't go to confession because I didn't, I didn't know how to. And the last thing tonight is, part of faith in God means that we, we trust in the church and her teachings. And again, the church believes in you. I believe in you. I didn't give up my life to do this for no reason. 
And it's most likely that everyone here is here for a reason only God knows. Like, I, I don't know why you're truly here. But it's most likely a lot of us want to change. And the church and the lives of the saints and the person of Jesus, they give us perspective to change the way you look at things through the lens of faith. And when you and I look at the per- things from the perspective of Jesus, the things you look at, I, I guarantee it, it will change. And you, you actually begin to see yourself as the Father sees you, as a beloved son or a beloved daughter. And with time, heaven will help you see others that way too. So there's three things this week I would suggest to increase your faith. So Tuesday night, every Tuesday night at the, at the Newman Center, you're always invited to come to our free meal. But after the free meal, we're having a talk on healthy boundaries and um, having difficult conversations. So if, you're, if you fear conflict, come on Tuesday night. Because like, I could have used a talk like this a lot earlier in my life. It would have saved me a lot, of, a lot of headaches, right? Secondly, on Thursday nights, we have nights of discernment. Discernment means to think of like, to, to like make choices, to do, figure out what God wants me to do. Like some of the girls in here, you're, you're, you're actually thinking about of a, of a religious life, thinking about being a religious sister. And that starts at six. And for the, for the guys, we're a little bit slower. So we just do discernment of spirits. Like, how do I know if it's God or the devil or me? We just, we, I, I, I train people on that. So that's every Thursday at six. And maybe again, you're a person who's just embarrassed about like opening the scriptures and being with other people. And I just want to encourage you to, to join a Bible study. And again, a Bible study is not like we're sitting down saying chapter, verse, what does this mean? Where does it come from? The Bible study is what keeps the flame alive. And it's a really good place for a lot of people who are stressed to de-stress. And it keeps us rooted, right? To remain rooted, to know that we need others who have stronger roots in us. And as we prepare to receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, right, at the Mass, every single Mass we receive what roots us ultimately as Catholics, which is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Maybe as, as I'm holding up what you think is bread, I would encourage you to, to say the words out loud, like, Lord, increase my faith, because it's the person of Jesus. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit, like, lights you up tonight. Because this is boring to those who don't have faith, but those who do have faith, this is crazy that God does that for us. So I just pray that the Holy Spirit falls upon us and gives us a new perspective to see things as he sees. And if you're looking for change, again, it's important just to change the way you look at things, to pull things away and and see things as God sees them. So what needs changing in your life? Where are you feeling overwhelmed or stressed? And when the storms comes, are you going to remain rooted? Or are you going to be blown away? Let us make a choice this week to remain rooted in Christ. And keep that simple prayer on our lips. Lord, increase my faith. Amen.